Welcome to The Poetry Show with us, the podcast poets. This is a podcast that aims to bring poems and poetic discussions to people who love poetry, to those of you who really aren't all that sure, and to poetry novices. And maybe we can inspire you to pick up a book of poems or try a poem for yourself or go to a poetry open mic. That's like the thing to do. You just go and listen. Word of warning, we might swear, we might say the odd F word, we're just kind of PG-13. So every week, we discuss a theme, and we look at how three or four very different poets work within that theme to create a poem. We hope there's something for everybody. So we'll each do a poem, and we'll chat about that poem, or not, and we'll go on to the next. I am Rose, and I'm here with... Alan. And we are here again with... Jackie Hagen! Yay, Jackie! Woo! Woo! It's good to see you again! All right, today's show is about small things that has cultural significance. Okay, so it's Christmas trees, your first car. Your first beer, blue jeans, a wedding ring. These all have massive cultural significance, even the tree, even in non-Christian households, because a tree that you see somewhere means winter break and gatherings and family and sharing food. But what about the little things that are actually also massively important? This is like statistics. I, I kind of get it, but I can't really put it into words. Here here to help me get through this, to grope through this description, is Jackie, because it was her idea. Jackie, <laughs> hidden cultural significance, probably working class. A minute thing, but it means loads to lots of people. That's, not what, I said That's to what you said. So explain this yeah. to me. I'm right, groping so, here. I'm groping here. So I mean things like, uh, yeah. so nuance has got a bit lost because people are trying to be so relatable. Right. Okay. Right. Um, so I mean things like, so you might not get these references because it might not be part of your life. The Argos catalogue. Right. Right. Quick save, shop right. and trolley, races, zig and zag, um, so blankety blank, whatever. So yeah, so everyone's trying to um, make stuff that is popular, yeah. and so it's popular if everyone gets what you're on about. Right. But, but what's got lost and what's brilliant is when people have like little references like that. And even like if you don't, like I remember there was a poem um, by Fergus Evans, which it was, he's from Georgia. Yeah. And so I get none of the references, like right. pubs. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oh, like Pabst Blue Ribbon. That is such a beer. It's like a long. Oh my god! Yeah. It's it's Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has this blue thing. It was always on the big factories, and it's the beer that every kid can actually afford. <laughs> right, and it's okay, actually yeah. watery crap, but you know you can go in. You can go around and get enough, you know, quarters. So it's like a quarter of a dollar, like twenty five percent. That's all. It's quarters, so it'd be like a bunch of twenty pence pieces. You can get enough little coins from your friends, or find some, or maybe steal it from someone, and you know, <laughs> your dad or your mom, whatever. So, and you have this, and then you can go rattling into the shop and find someone who's taller than you to get you like a six pack. <laughs> so that is like the affordable beer. I call like, it cook and lager. That's yes. Sort of yeah. Shit, like cheap lager. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly, nice. exactly, exactly. So there's that. I guess maybe here it'd like be the pound store where everyone knows you can go and find something cool or not really. No, yeah, the pound store is very recent. It just, it's not. It really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, and the pound store isn't even a pound store anymore. They're going to do like two pounds. One of them is going to. Oh, what? There's going to be a two pound one? Yeah. Oh, you're joking. No, I'm so My confused pounds. by it. I it's just okay. There's some topic because Poundland is definitely one of them references. Yes, yes, yeah. I mean. You, you can go in and you can find something and, and you can get it. And and you can buy it and you have a pound and you can go in and get a sandwich yeah. or a thing of milk or whatever or yeah, yeah. something for your hair. I like it because I can find you know scrunchies yeah, for my yeah. hair and scrunchies supposed to be really out. No one should wear them anymore and I love them because I, I can put them on my wrist. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I can put it yeah. on my wrist and even when my hands aren't working well, I can still put it in my hair mm. and it's always there. If I drop things, it's on my wrist. Yeah. So I can't I can't lose that. So what I did was I we talked about the Argos catalog. 
right? Oh, the Argos catalogue. I think yes. that's a very relatable one. Okay. So it doesn't have to be stuff that's not relatable. Right. I just think that mm. this sort of nuance is getting a bit lost. Right. Yeah, I think, I think it's gorgeous and it, I think it's very poetic. I think yeah. when we originally discussed this, the catalogue resonated with both of us. Yes. So we've yeah. both done a catalogue poem and oh, I've done no, something, yeah. else, something else. I just wish I was so, a poem. No, that's okay. Well, you know, it's almost like a writing... Not just in life. Yeah. You know, I'd like, I need well, to do it I've got so much... I really remember the order of it. Yes. You know, like the big oh, swings God. at the back that were that expensive. Yes. They were like, if you won the pool. They were, they yeah. were, yeah, they were, it's the, it's the well, I'll, I'll, I'll read about it. It was the Wish book at Sears, but it was originally, and I mean, yeah. this is, I worked at Sears. That's where oh, I hurt yeah. my back and blew everything out and ended up, you know, like having to crawl on the ground because I couldn't stand anymore. But mm. I worked at Sears because I used to sell refrigerators. Yeah. And I pulled one out one day and something popped in my back. Oh, and shit. And yeah. And that started oh, the whole man. ball rolling, you yeah. know. And so I used to sell stoves and refrigerators and washing machines. And the saying over the door was, the customer is always right. Mm. And if you don't believe that, go back and see rule number one again or something mm -hmm. like that. And they were in business for like 150 years. And they're finally just going out because they've just been sold off capitalism, you know, and just destroyed. But it was the Sears catalog. The Sears. Yes. Sears catalog. Well, there's that. So I called it, there's more for your life at Sears. Because that was the saying, there's more for your life at Sears. <laughs> but that's not what they did in the 1870s. It was the book of dreams, hopes and aspirations, 330 pages of possible. A new tractor, a new house, a pair of overalls, and by the 1930s, glossy pages of toys, toys, toys. Sears catalogs stretched everywhere, connected those on the prairie with their rich black dirt and those in the cities who ate what farmers raised. It reached the Smoky Mountains and called a farm boy to yearn for the stars. It might have got to Miami, but dreams were rare. Sheltered in the heart of a one-room shack with chickens and fruit trees in the yard, and it didn't sell whiskey. That book offered blue jeans, mixing bowls, ironing boards, fencing, giant tires, a sort of tractor used, and window blinds, and windows, and shutters, nails. And every Christmas, the wish book smelled of cinnamon and Santa Claus, mistletoes and hopes. Periodically appearing in the post box, it furnished the house and then finished life in the outhouse, missing just the odd page, clipped and kept for some day. Nice. Yes. Yeah. It was the big thing. The it's series catalog. It's so visceral when there's like, you know, it's really tangible when there's stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it always just feels like when someone's doing them sort of like nuanced references. Yeah. Even if I don't get them. Yeah. I'm getting some sort of just feeling of reality from it. And also there does tend to be like a lot of like smells and you know. It, 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 this is the, 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 the depression era, 1930s. Mm. No one had anything and then would still come in the series catalog with a, a a tractor, you know, and toys you can't afford and blue jeans you can't buy, but it yeah, was still yeah. out there saying, and it tied everyone together because yeah. it really would. It'd go to the farms, it'd go to the cities. It went everywhere, really. And yeah. And so, and then they did, then they used it in the outhouse. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but they'd yeah, save yeah, the yeah, odd page. Yeah. You, 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 Same with the you, na you nailed it off. Yeah. <laughs> you nailed it oh, on no, the wall. Well, for my family, it was a Daily Mirror that was in the outhouse. Oh, really? really? Oh, I don't know what that says about this. See, I told you. <laughs> So that's okay if you didn't. See, this is like a writing workshop. Mm -hmm. We do a poetry open mic um, for like years now. And people go, I can't come. I've not written a poem. I said, that's when you should come. Yeah. Because then you'll get inspired. Yeah, you have to fill the well. Don't yeah. You? you have to keep putting stuff in there. Well, exactly. Yeah, if you're just yeah. sitting home trying to ponder and, you know, right, you have to go out and experience it and listen to like 20 other people. Yeah, you can't. It's like trying to come up with a recipe when you've never eaten anything for a month. It's ridiculous. You've got to <laughs> keep, you know, you've yeah. got to yeah. yeah. 
So I did that. I took the whole. And you've got to go out and live life a bit and do yes. your thing because you've got, you know. You yeah, can't. You, well, I don't even know how Emily Dickinson wrote those poems in her attic. To be yeah, honest, yeah. I mean, I, she must have been looking out the window. She, I mean, she must. It's like the you know you've got like the difficult second album. Yeah. It's like that's the first album, isn't it? Because you've like you've got all your life. Yeah. And you can go into an attic for a bit. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what it was, and she just she sat there and she wrote all these little things. But I think you have to go out. Yeah. Even you know just have to go out and even people watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's the, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I did my yes, assignment. Yeah, these these old houses have big attics now. Of course, now they've all been converted into little yeah flatlets. Yeah, but yeah. There, there were big attics where you'd stored the steamer trunk and the mm. you know the the, the 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 stuff that had gathered from the from the years. Like a lovely jumble sale. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, God, think about. yes. Yeah. Well, you're telling me that all the attics were connected. In fact, Alan was saying a long oh. time ago oh, all the wow. basements were connected. So you go oh, downstairs in your house, and then you're looking at your neighbor's house, and it's all across the basements, and they're connected. Yeah, they yeah, that, 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 yeah, that, 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 that was connected to the other attics in the house. Our, our house was I think built, I had off you, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe six houses were together, and, and someone said, you know you want to close that up. And I thought, yeah, maybe, because I'll hear somebody <laughs> coming on our hands and knees. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, I know I yeah. left a 20 on the night. You know, <laughs> yeah. I did, you know. Snatch. Alan's so getting ready. Yeah, well, I, 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 I think that we should do the catalogue poem while, we, right. while we're there. Okay. Now, this one is actually about the Grattan catalogue. What? What's which, that? What's well, the that's, difference between that and August? Yeah. Well, the Grattan catalogue, it still exists. That was a shock when I started researching for this yeah. for this poem. Yeah. Um, the Grattan catalogue, you know, it started from two, two brothers. One owned the Empire catalogue. They had a squabble, so he went off and started the Grattan catalogue. <laughs> Nice. Oh, is that yeah. like um, some yes. kind of beer? Yeah, it, yeah. It, it got bought up by uh, I can't remember which chain it was, but it it still exists, and you can and you can still get it, and it's online. I did check. But you what do they sell? Oh well, it was pretty much like the Sears catalog, oh. not quite so, not right. quite so all encompassing. People didn't right. tend to buy tractors. Yeah. Yeah. You could buy an uh, actual house yes. in the Sears catalog. Yeah. What a house? Yeah. They, you, you, you could, they sent it to you like in flatbed or something, I suppose. Like, what was the well? The one second. Yeah. But well, what's the, what was the smallest thing you could buy? Oh, uh, maybe a pocket watch or something okay. small or hair. Or buttons even, put, yeah, haberdashery buttons. material. Yeah, yes. sewing needles. Yeah, 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 sewing. It was everything. Yeah. It was like a shop that came. This is like the prairie. So there'd be a store that yeah. sold a little everything. So this mm -hmm. is the store yes. that came to your house. But so they, they had a slightly different. Of. They had a slightly different way of doing it as well. It wasn't just the the, the, the catalog mm. that, that they published. No, but they they, they encouraged they, they encouraged people to. Well, you'll, you'll pick it up. Okay, go on. This one is called Catalogue Lady. Mm. My grandmother was a catalogue lady. And while I never found the family Bible, one could always find the Grattan catalogue, always close to hand. When it was my turn, I always turned the pages and pages of multicoloured toys, boys' toys, girls' toys, baby toys, and a, winter, and a window into a world of things I would never otherwise have known existed. As I grew older, maybe my by bald familiarity, the pages of ladies in strange undergarments could, even in adolescence, never eclipse the Meccano, Skeletrics, <laughs> the Hornby and Triang electric trains, and the grown-up toys, binoculars, shooting sticks, cameras, watches, and strange garden gizmos. Neighbours, friends, relatives, and their neighbours, friends and relatives, and grandpa's mates from up the beach if, and opposite the turn for the mill house's tram, would navigate the passage to the kitchen door, sit at the heavy wooden table, catalogue open, as my nan took their orders. Oh. She got commission and the occasional free gift. Grattan had a reputation as a family firm, 
for her sales successes. She was very proud. These were the innocent days before Amway, Tupperware and Anne Summers parties. No pyramid scams or unfulfilled requests, just the catalogue, a cup of tea, a lot of gossip and a window into a world of things I would never otherwise have known existed. Brilliant. Oh, so it's like the Avon yeah. lady, but selling stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bought without, but more innocence. Yeah, more exactly. Nice. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. that fake pyramid stuff. Yeah, oh, I never knew that. Yeah, she, she got odd bits. Of, there were odd bits of furniture around the house. Oh, I got that from Grattan. They gave me that. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you said the catalog lady, I went, oh, because in the Sears store upstairs was where the catalog lady sat. Oh, really? And then it, they had big catalogs up there. And you could go up there and look through them if you wanted to order. But they'd also fill some of the orders from the store because it would come in. And so they were a catalog lady. And then when they got rid of the catalog department, it's like, oh, my God. It was like a big deal. And yeah. Yeah, this lady named Cheryl with red hair just kind of went sadly out the door. I mean, it was like a... End of an era. <laughs> Cheryl with the red hair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. End of an era, man. So, so that was kind of like, that was kind of like a Sears catalog. It was. It, it, but it, I like the personal touch of it. Yes, it was yeah. very. It was I a very know intimate. How you ordered from the Sears like catalog? A, like the best right. wear catalog, but um, yeah. nicer. Yeah. yeah. Like a yeah, because they would best wear catalog, but like at your dining room table rather than at the front door. Oh, maybe they'd say, oh, you don't want that. Or maybe you want two pairs yeah. of jeans. Or I don't know. So she made a commission, too. Yes, yeah, she made a commission oh, from I like it, that. Which is, well, yeah, but the Better Work catalogue is about skinny, whereas the Grattan mm. catalogue was, you know, oh, yeah, like a, big... a couple of inches thick <laughs> <laughs> and weighed 15 great, tons. Yeah. <laughs> which one is that? It's the... like the one, I think it's kind of meant to be um, stuff that is like helpful if you're disabled or just like if you're old in general. Right. But it's just got like stuff in it that has been in it since I was a kid and you can't imagine any human ever buying. <laughs> like two bits of plastic that you push together and you know when you've got a bit of soap and it's gone to the very last slither. Yeah, yeah. And you put all them slithers because you collect them together. Yeah. In this thing and push them together, it's meant to make one big bar of soap. Oh, Obviously, one bar of soap is so expensive. Um, right. And it's, it's very clearly, when you get it wet, it's just going to fall apart, yeah, it's isn't it? Like, it's... Yeah. Oh, there I was a catalog sort of like that. There was. It was a little tiny one about the size of A5 in America. Yeah. And it was like, there was like, there's all that weird kind of knitted stuff that no one would ever wear. <laughs> yeah. And then um, all the weird stuff like a grabbing thing for the, but it's different. A thing that goes yeah, over the, the sofa. Yeah, I got them two of them what, grabbing things off the back. I think I want one now. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can't bend down again. I'm like, yeah, that really looks good. We're going to find that catalog. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, dear. We're at that point. So that's good. So, so give us an example of what you meant, because you had a poem. I've got some stuff, yeah. Yeah. I really wish it, I'm going to in the future write a poem about the Argus Catalog. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, so I've got a couple of bits. Um, so uh, can I do two? Yes. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. I think so. Thanks. Push the um, So I do this show called um, This Is Not Safe Space, and in it I, um, I play the audio of people's voices. Because mm. I went round, I did um, interviews with 80 people on disability benefits, and um, we talked about, we didn't just talk about that, we talked about the world, yeah. you know, everything in the world, you know. Um, and so this is just a bit, normally in real life, this is a recording, mm. but I'll read it. And I just asked people, what's, what's some posh stuff? And this is at the end of the interview, so people were like, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. Um, and what what's some, like, working class stuff? So I'll just read you, like, some of the... Um, the stuff they said was working class because it's kind of nice. Um, ice cream vans, smoking mm. half cigarettes, buying the best trainers that you can afford, pound shops, coping with shit TV, drinking Oxo, being in awe of furniture, 
not like all your sensations and your kettle chips and your stuff like that, but you know, chipsticks and frazzles and quavers. Mm. Anties that aren't really anties, they're just pissed. Buying DVDs in pubs, shit carpets, Morrisons. Two for the price of one bargains, like in the shops that you're never gonna eat. It's gonna go out of date before you eat them. Working a lot, and obviously when you can't, you know, there's that bit where you're asking the government and other people for help rather than being able to rely on your family. Um, wind chimes, an obsession with dolphins and or donkeys. Football, greyhound racing, also, you know, gambling, slot machines, they're all working class. I feel like we fought more in school and we felt like we had to fight more in school. Oh, God, yeah. So that's like all different people yeah. saying different stuff. But oh, it's just that's nice. so true. Most of it is, I, I, yes, I have wind chimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. them, they're great. My mum wants to have her, um, that dolphin tattoo around her belly, but you know, yeah. there's two dolphins yes. in a circle. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it no, it, it made me also think actually of holidays. You know, Scarborough was a working class ho- holiday. With the donkeys, yeah. yeah. uh, Butlins, and all, mm. all those, mm. all those post-war holidays. But you know, I mean, I've got poems about sort of going off for the for the day trip to Scarborough and what you'd find there, and 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 what what my memories were of it. But it is that it is that issue up to the pub. You know, for a for a pint every night. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there was a, in that poem that reference to the beach. It was was my grandpa's grandpa's local. That's where all his mates were. They all went up there yeah. and had a drink, um, and, and and all those ideas. Even the shops. There was you no. Know, I mean, in York, you you've seen them. All these terrace houses with a little cut cord cut off the corner. Yeah. Which is where they were. That was the door to the shop. So the house, oh, the right. houses yeah. on the corners were a right. shop. Now I miss all that. That is actually something that I loved when I first came to England fifteen or sixteen years ago. In every neighborhood, there was a shop. Yeah. Almost in every neighborhood, so almost anyone could get to the shop. Even a little old deer or whatever, they could get to the shop, and that's yeah, really because yeah. in America they have the big posh neighborhoods with houses that are the size of a neighborhood. And then that's all in one place. And then there's all the kind of middle ground houses. And then there's all the littler houses, like we had one of. And then you get further and further down, then you got the flats, then you got the projects, you got all that. And it was all very separate. In order. Yeah. No, I mean, you, like you, an alphabetical order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah, almost, yeah actually, yeah, yeah. it's all alphabetical, you know, it's all, all and no ordered. Shops. And, and no, no shops. shops. Yeah. No shops. And then the poorer neighborhoods, the shop is always expensive because it's, they sell little tiny things and Lucy's are just a few cigarettes yeah, that are yeah. loose. And, and so the, the way to make, the way to save money is to buy it in bulk, but there's no big supermarkets. And there's yeah. parts of Chicago that have no supermarkets at all in some massive city. And so that's... There's no supermarkets like, no, in, in so, Chicago. In some parts, there are like none. It's oh, miles yes. and miles and miles away. So everything's separated and there's no shops. So here, I like that there was shops. To me, that would be a small thing that's a huge significance yeah. because, and, and it would be a post office. Yeah. So that you can always mail a letter and get something and like bread. Yeah. 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 Well, there's that. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. I mean, down, you know. down the road from my grandmother's house, there was a little corner shop like thing, and they had a little back room where they were where they were testing eggs and they actually were right. putting the crown egg standard that you know they, they put this leg oh. in front of a, the, yeah. the egg went round a little chain went in front of the the, the light bulb yeah. and if it looked if it was clear that was a good egg if it was murky that was oh. a bad egg oh. <laughs> see this is the yeah. stuff that i love this you know it's like little things that, yeah. Yeah. and it's getting it's not just getting lost because of that whole relatable thing i said at the start yeah but because every kind of globalization like but you know like it, all the whole economy means that like little places are dying off 
And, and no one has that. It's going to be robots figuring out which egg is which. Yeah, and nobody yeah. who has this job. And the, the biggest dream in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's a job that someone could do. Yeah, exactly. If, you yeah. know, from their house, yeah. from their farm. Right. Yeah. So that'd be a little thing. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Exactly. And, and that, that sort of intimacy. That yes. It's very. It's that working yeah. class intimacy. It got destroyed by the high rises after the war. Oh, yes. They, oh, well, they swept away. They swept actually. away all the terraces where everybody knew everybody. Yeah. As you say, you 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 met them over the through the through the attic or down <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, cellar. Yeah. Right. Um, you knew who everybody was. You knew. You know, even even the sort of the local prostitutes who live in a house on the corner, and nobody cared. Yeah, you know, it was that was, that was you know that yeah. was that, that was a little bit of local industry. Yeah. And that it, and then when they went into these high rises, nobody knew anybody. They yeah. were isolated. There was no next door neighbour because you you know you look out the window and you you know yeah. the next door neighbour's half a mile away. Yeah. Well, there, there there was. I mean, there there was this large building that had issues in, in London a while ago and people that could have four flats on a floor they knew each other on that floor they actually did yeah but that's out. not a community but it's not a yeah. community like we know each other and, and yeah. it's just four of us yeah you know, and it's like yeah. it's yeah. not enough because sometimes all four of us are sick at the no. same time but in right, a, yeah right. but in a, in a row of terraces everybody you know they were taking the babies out in the pram they yeah. all went to down to the shops they would well, meet you could one another the I remember you could like the grandad's but yeah. like there was um, like there was a woman who was like the sort of doctor for everyone. Mm. I don't think she has any. I don't think she really knew anything, but she'd kind of help out. You know what I mean? It didn't yeah. sound brilliantly medical, but yeah, that was a, definitely like a community. Well, but yeah, she had a few building, herbs and. A... Well, if it's a tall building, though, you're not sitting on the stairs. I mean, that's what we did. Yeah. In, in the buildings that I lived in. My mum lived in a high rise. Yeah. And yeah, she's just said she spent her life on stairs. Yeah. Stairs and looking out the window going, yeah. I wish I could yeah. go to the ice cream van. Well, you couldn't. Ice cream van. That's high definitely. Yeah. That's but you can't, small you can't thing. pop the out. Ding, 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 you know. Yeah. You, you can't pop out to play. Oh, that's the other thing about a community. Everybody knew who everybody's children were. Yeah. So to an extent, there was an element of safety because somebody was looking out. Yeah. They would see something that was wrong and they would do something about it. Or they kept it. an eye on your kid. Yeah, and, right. but you can't do that in a high rise. Yeah. You know, you're, you're 400 floors down somewhere. You're looking in the wrong direction. But what you were floor. telling me really killed me, Alan. It's amazing. You said the footprint of a high rise and how big it has to be to go that high up into the air mm. means to actually get more people living in buildings that are only uh, two or three floors tall and... and uh, uh, terraced houses actually would house more people because they take up less room. And especially if each, if a terraced house was three different flats or just a skinny house, but if it was three different flats. Why and did all, they do it? I, because I think they meant well, but the reality is actually there's, it's less housing. Yeah, it it's was, less housing. It's, There'd it, be it, more people. You'd cry, you'd pit in. You it, were it started in London because whole areas of terraced houses have just bombed out. Yeah, yeah, and it was a quick and easy way using, if you like, prefabricated parts. Oh, well, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, so they yeah. could build these yeah, things yeah, very yeah. quickly yeah. Um, because they had all these people living in the, what, what we call the prefabs, which was the. Mm. You know, I had relatives I remember when I was young who lived out in a little group of prefabs, which were a lot of little prefabricated concrete buildings. They were drafty. They were horrible, but. That's what they had to do very quickly, like they had to house people in Hull mm. recently yes. when the, when Hull was flooded. So, and then basically they had to build housing, new housing, to get people out of the prefabs yeah. into something. And someone thought these high rises were wonderful, were a wonderful way of housing lots of people without thinking about the social 
Right, without being on the shop floor. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like, and I know on another time we've talked about mental illness. Those yeah. high rises created a lot of mental yeah, yeah, yeah. illness yeah. because of the isolation. Right. Yeah. Right. So it, it it was a it was a very different different world, and we're beginning to come back to it. And they were safer because now they 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 are building lower houses, and they're making sure now that houses have windows in old places, so there's nowhere for people to hide to do. To, to, to sort of sneak around or do drug deals because there's a window from a house somewhere well, I don't mind looking into the house. I think that's what my, my kitchen rooms are there. People ah. see them outside there and that doesn't yeah. stop them. I just look at no. them while exactly. doing the dishes. Oh, yeah. Okay, but yeah, yeah, yeah. A row of six terraced houses isn't really big no. and it would hold anywhere from six families to 18, you know, mm -hmm. separate flats. And it's really small. And so whereas a giant building, you could probably have like a lot more houses and they'd all be only one or two stories down, two yeah. stories down to the ground. And you could look out the window and you could say, wave at people. And that's the difference. Like yeah. from our bedroom, we can look and see the pool table across the street and see if it's free. So um, you said you had two palms in a row. You're doing that because I I'm, I look like I've lost attention. No. Because I'm looking around. No, well, no, no. I'm actually I, looking around because I was going to roll fag. Right. Which is on topic because that's, it's, that's like a little nuance. That's, isn't no, it? no, that's true. That's, <laughs> that's true. No, I was doing. And that's been lost in the world because you're not going to say that you smoke anymore. Ah, uh, well, why no, you? Why you? Especially if you're disabled. Yeah. Oh, really? are you going to do one while well, I do one? Well, yeah, like, oh, uh, no, no. Why you find your poem or your fag or? Yeah, or I've got some poems two, no. in my head. Oh, okay. My, um, oh, good. Wait, you said you had two. Yeah, yeah, I have a few, but um, yeah, yeah, you do that, and I'll find a fine. I'll do it. This is this is a total change of change of subject. Oh, see, I told you you can go sideways with these things. No, but it is it is it is on topic though. It's it's called disc. It used to be two shillings or even half a crown. Crowns though were never common, so next it was fifty p. Though latterly and universally, I now always need a pound. No, not what you think, because in those days that only cost a penny. This is the price of my deposit just to use for my convenience a supermarket trolley. Mm -hmm. And now I have oh, amongst I my keys a little yeah. graven disc, so I'll never be caught short at the hypermarket quarry. Yes, <laughs> that's true. I hate that. I hate when I have to put a coin in. I mean, I know because people are going to run away with the cart, but oh, sometimes I don't have a pound coin. No, I'm definitely not organized enough to. Have no, one. and then I, and they're like, well, we'll give you a free one. I said, but then I got to go all the way in and find someone and get the pound coin and go yeah. back out and get the pound. Yeah, oh, I hate that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. There used to be kids in, um, maybe this happens everywhere, but um, Scam, where I'm from, mm. um, is a world of little banal details. Yeah, Scam, yeah. it's brilliant. But um, yeah, kids used to come up and say, oh, like, uh, like, give us a pound or we'll have to do a trolley. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. You know, like they're doing like a racket and they're yeah. just young and starting out, and you're like, oh, go on. You can't. That's and surprising. The pounds, exactly. Yeah. That's Here we get the Cray twins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. on, on the topic of nuance, there's something that kind of annoys me. I understand it, but annoys me a bit about poetry the last few years is that there is a lot of kind of. 19 year olds give telling me how to live my life oh yes um and oh, it's yes. all um it's all sort of abstract nouns yeah. and you know just yes. imagine money and it'll come into your head yeah yeah a list of good things to be doing yeah exactly yes. yeah so i did um a version of that but a main version okay um so but it's, it's not really i read you'll have heard it before but um yeah so it's and it's got like some real stuff in it but that's what i want people to put real stuff in things mm -hmm. you know Anyway, so um, it's called You Can't See Through 
another man's eyelids. One, don't cut off your face to spite someone else's face. Two, don't cut off your face. Three, a broad sweet pause in someone else's mouth doesn't necessarily mean it's time for you to speak. Four, you're probably not as ugly as you think you are. You are a generous buffet of crisps. Five, the minimum fill line on a kettle is real. Six, don't be mean to fumble on people. The wet effort they put into punchlines people can fly when you don't make them feel self-conscious about it. Seven, romanticise the repetitive clunk. Eight, give your pets a heroic aura. Nine, some kids get done for saying the words azure. Some kids get done for swearing. I come from a town where the barmaids have tits and the fowls are homophobic, but in a nice way. <laughs> you're weird and you're short and your ma tells me you're gay, but I knew your dad and he was witty and so are you. You're alright, you know, yeah. Weird hair. Ten. The fight for sexual equality is not between men and women, it's between people and dickheads. Yes. Eleven. No one looks like Kate Moss, including Kate Moss. Twelve. Unsolicited advice can make you sound like a tool. Yes. <laughs> yes, I have heard that one. No, I love that one. Yeah, I, I feel like I've done oh. that. I just like it. No, I love it. Of, it's not. I mean, it's not a well. It's not the August catalog. Yeah, but it's. I just like people being kind of authentically odd. Yes, and then you know, like coming at things slants and stuff. This is. I just feel like poetry is missing a bit of that lately because everyone's trying to. They're be, all being earnest and yeah. important and worthy. And well, no, that yeah, that yeah, um, which. It's kind of I kind of like that better than someone who's been entirely ironic the whole time. Mm. But um, I just want them to do it their own way instead of trying to become. I see what you're what, saying. A, yes. a, a yeah. default version. Yeah. You know. Well, I will have to tell you this though. I have heard that poem before. Yeah. And literally, Jackie, even yesterday, even this morning, every time I fill a kettle and I go to the fill line, <laughs> I hear that line. Hey. Yes, yeah. it's true. It's true. You're in my kitchen every day. Yes, exactly. And, and I went over it one day and it went splashing out. I was like, fucking Jackie. <laughs> She's yeah, right. I'm She's scared. right. Yeah, it went yeah. spattering everywhere and it got, yes, the tea bags were all, yeah, so a whole box. No, you're thinking about the maximum fill line yes. on the catalog. Yes. That's real as well. Yes. But the minimum fill line, ah. if you don't do that, then oh, it that's true. the catalog exactly. And that's the reason why true. that's in there is because my uncle <laughs> makes the, what's it called? The thing that Alan Young on. The coil? The, no, not thermostat or coil, like the, like, uh, ring in, listeners, if you know the word. Um, <laughs> whatever it's called in the bottom. Yeah. Element, maybe. Ah, Elements, that's, that's it. That's so you're right, yeah. then you knew that. Yeah. Oh, I would, see, that's what's so bad. I've always heard that it's the maximum fill line. Yeah. <laughs> All um, these years I've heard uh, that it's the maximum fill line. <laughs> <laughs> Far well, years I've heard the well, ball maximum wrong. and minimum sound the same. Well, they know, have an M and an M, but an M, and we're kind of there, right? Yeah, maximum, yeah. minimum. Yeah, yeah that's... And they have, they have a kettle, but when I fill the kettle, but when I overfilled it and it spattered everywhere, I was like, yeah, hey, yay. See? Listeners, it took me all that time to find me back. <laughs> that was ages, wasn't it? Oh, but that's cool. All right. It's a little thing that means so much because you want to help. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Rose and Alan brought me wine. Yes. So, that was really, that, that was, that was. Oh, also, got that. that nice combination of alcohol and backy, you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. The right level. Yes. The right level. Don't do oh, it, kids. No, nah, it's too late. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have any little okay. tiny things that are perfect. I had one, but it's it's tender, so I don't know. Should I do the yeah, tender? Yeah, of course. Oh God, all right. It's this is because uh, my entire 
infancy was a lie. And I didn't know until this recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so my parents got married two year, when I was two years old. So they, ah, yeah. Okay, so my nice, mother yeah. really was a struggling, struggling person. And she yeah. was horrible to grow up with. Horrible. Mm-hmm. But she had a child out of wedlock yeah. in the late 50s, early 60s. Wow. And that was extraordinarily, that was a brave thing in Florida. Yeah. So that was a big deal. And then she handed me to a friend and took off and went after my dad. And he said, give her up for adoption. First he said, abort her, abort her. Yeah. And, and my mom goes, no, I'm Catholic. And he goes, all right, well then give her up, give her up. She goes, I'll never see her, it'll be fine. And then she finds my dad. So, wow. yeah, right? So I'm from Florida. Baby food. My first baby food, because that's a big deal, isn't it, your baby food, right? My first baby food was mango. I know this to be true. I know because my mother told me, and I love the taste. Sweet summer and the sea and comfort. My mother left me with a friend the first two years of my life. I know this to be true because my dad told me, kept blurting it, actually, the last two years of his life. I know this because he insisted. Everyone else knew this, too, because back then, such things were shameful. I ask my mother about this friend often. She forgets her name. I sneak the question in between rambling comments among her lucid moments. Still, she forgets. I ask about the mangoes. She forgets this, too. My first baby food was mango. I believe this may even be true. Nice. Yeah. 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 I Because it was funny. I always tell people, well, my first baby food was mango. I'm told this. And then suddenly I one day I went, yeah. wait a minute. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, yeah. my first two years, I was with someone else. I was like, mind blown. It was yeah. like a whole fact of my whole life I've known forever. That is just, I don't know now. I just don't. So I'm always tricking around. I'm like, so mom, how you doing? Because she's 91 now, right? right? So I'm like, mom and this and that. Yeah, that's okay. That's right. Yeah. So who was I with? I don't know. Okay, never mind, never mind. So yeah. we'll be talking, we'll be talking, I'm talking, yeah, that's right, that's great, that's right, that thing on TV, that's right. And so who did I stay with when I was little? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, shut, shut, shut. So I don't know. It's because I can't interrogate her now. Yeah, she's exactly, just, yeah. It's just too late. Yeah. It's, it's gone. And also, it's like families, especially mums, create a version in their heads. Oh, yeah. So, you, so she's an unreliable she's narrator. She's about anyway. the narrative, not about the reality. Exactly. The reality is gone. It is gone. Yeah, 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 so yeah, she, yeah. She, 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 but she still also has the same moral framework that she had then. Yeah. Which means that it was shameful. Exactly. Oh, so, yeah. so, oh you know, my God, you're right, Alan. Yes. Yes. You're right. Mm. You're right. Because that would have been, ah. Oh, Yes. Which I think is so, what, what you did was like incredibly powerful yeah. back then to go, yeah, and I'm doing this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll figure I mean, it out. I'll figure it out. And that's back a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. And, 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 for and her nowadays people just do it. But back then, woof. Yeah, right? For her, it was a double whammy. One, she had the baby out of wedlock. Mm. And two, she handed it over to somebody else to, yeah. to, to, yeah. to, to, to live. Right. So that both of those were, from her point of view, failures. So her... her mm. Life as a mother began with two big failures, which is why she then went the chase after Corbett. Yeah, yeah, possibly. To put yeah. it right. Well, all I know is that when he taught me this, I said, what's really cool is when someone calls me a bastard, I am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I think they negate it when they marry, which is really disappointing. But, you know. So, so, that's only no, I think you're still you're Thank still God. Bastard. No, the, no the law, the law has changed oh, a bit. Oh, right. Yeah. But back then, back then. Yeah. Back then, you, you, you were still a bastard. Okay, right? thank you. Yeah. So yeah. you're sure. So back in the early 60s, I still... So yes, the, you're still a bastard. Thank goodness. Yes. This is great. So people go, you bastard. I'd be like, yeah, actually. But I realize that you can find out... All the the world of your past. Yes. But the thing that you feel robbed of is like the mango thing, you know, and yes, it's like some small exactly. detail. Just to bring it all back to the topic. That's but, exact, um, that's yeah, you that can, is a 
right. It feels so yours. Yes. Doesn't it? It still does. And I still like, love quick mangoes. Quick save belongs to me. Yes. You know, and, it, and Camelot, there's so many things that I relate to, because um, my dad died when I was young. Mm. So yeah, I sort of, instead of grieving him, I grieved things like yes. quick save, closing down. Yes. Because that's easier, right? And so then things, if, if I was suddenly found out that me and my dad never once went to quick save. Oh, I'm no. Freak out. <laughs> <laughs> important and at the same time banal as yeah. fuck so this has been the poetry show produced by york spoken word and edited by alan Tillett. you too listening can get involved so you know what send us your ideas for themes and and topics you would like to hear us discuss so come back next time we have been the poetry show and we are the podcast poet so tweet to us on twitter at at podcast poets email us at podcast at podpoets.com and find us on itunes and give us those reviews and ratings this has been the poetry show 